0: this is realestateinvestingmastery.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another great, fantastic, fabulous episode of realestateinvestingmastery.com. We're so glad you're here. Um, I hope you guys had a great holiday Thanksgiving and uh, have a great Christmas coming up. Um, Alex, how was your Thanksgiving?
1: Uh, Actually, it was kind of bad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We should have talked about it. I guess we should have talked about this before. We
1: were were all kind of sick here with um, uh, a disease that's not very good for eating. Wow.
2: (laughs) Bummer. On Thanksgiving of all times.
1: Yeah, yeah, I kind of lost like, jeez, like seven pounds. <laughs> wow.
0: Are you guys all right?
1: Yeah, I think we'll. I, yeah, we're all good now. Yeah, we're all good now. But you know, it was just one of those things, and we're uh, we're all set now.
0: <laughs> well, that's sorry. Sorry to hear that. We, um, but it's other okay. than that, were you with family or?
1: Well, we, well, nobody really wanted to be around us, you know, Okay. <laughs> but we were here with our immediate family. So yeah, we were good. Awesome. No, no, no problems at all. It was, uh, it was, it was a good time.
0: We went to, um, Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, wow. Had a real good time. And, um, my, uh, my father lives there and my uh, sister and, um, stepmother and, uh um, Friends, so we had just a real good time. We um, uh, hung out, did a little shopping online. <laughs> we did nice. yeah, we didn't go to the stores, man. We just got online and got some. We bought a new washer and dryer. Saved about five hundred bucks from what you'd normally spend.
1: Was it a front loader? Really cool looking one. Yeah,
0: man. I'm one of those guys that just go to Consumer Reports and find the best one and then buy it. <laughs>
1: yeah the... i still have the dish my um the draw washer and dryer from when i first got married uh eight years ago or
0: the, so the top loading one the
1: top loader kenmore sears like
0: 400 that, wow loads. that's embarrassing Alex why
1: is that embarrassing
0: <laughs> i making... good
1: right it still works it works <laughs> what, what are we like dryer status here or well, something you gotta know, have,
0: gotta making... be cool C- come on now you're making all this money in real estate doing deals you know you got driving your escalade
1: yeah and you got a
0: front end washer i mean a, a top load washer that's got
1: just... it got have it man
0: <laughs> oh boy I gotta, talk uh, to, I gotta talk to your wife
1: yeah she, she would probably say yeah you're right <laughs>
0: but we've had a we, we bought a front load washer when it first came out And we, well anyway we just bought a new one and, and had a good time in, in iowa Really enjoyed our Thanksgiving, um, and uh, looking forward to Christmas. And uh, but hey, we got to get into this. We got Gil on the line. Um, we're going to be talking about outsourcing and uh, a lot of really cool things to talk about. But I first want to give a shout out to all of the awesome people out there who left us reviews in iTunes. Super um, <clears throat> man. We got. Um, I did a little promotion. I gave away a Kindle Fire, and uh, I hope that's okay to, to do that. As an ethical bribe to get people to put reviews in iTunes for us. But um, we really appreciate all the reviews. And I'm just going to read a couple of them. I mean, we got about 60 or 60-something 60 reviews um, in the last few weeks, and um, which is really awesome. Uh, we just got one from a guy named Brian MN. He says, I like the podcast because of the great information, interviews with pros, and that there are two hosts that might not always agree. Even though Alex has a top-load washer... I still uh-huh. like it. Oh, wait, it doesn't say that. <laughs> <Okay>. Wow.
2: <laughs> it is out there.
0: <laughs> so He says, they don't try to sell you stuff or their guests either, which is nice. If anything, they get you a lot of good free information on wholesaling and real estate investing. Keep up the great job, Alex and Joe. Thank you, Brian. Um, I guess we have
1: to sell more stuff, man. I mean, people, we're getting a reputation for just giving good information instead of selling stuff. What's up with that?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we do recommend things to people, and um, we're not – we always recommend things to people that we use or or have reviewed ourselves and highly recommend. You know, I was thinking about this the other day, Alex. I am actually very grateful for all of the Carlton Sheets and uh, Russ Whitney's and – what's that guy's name? No money. Ida yeah. yeah, I never bought his stuff. I mean, if it wasn't for those guys out there peddling information, and I don't care what your opinion of them really is because, yeah, I mean, they're shucksters or schmite, whatever they call them, you know. But. Uh, thank,
1: <coughs> <thanks>. hucksters? Uh, <laughs> you know, so they're shysters, hucksters, shysters and, and, and hucksters. <laughs>
0: But, you know, if it wasn't for them, um, I would have never gotten um, the real estate bug. And and I would have bought that, that first course. About investing in real estate, and uh, and it, I would have known it. I would not have known it was possible. And um, I think one of the first books I read that got me all into it was uh, "Rich Dad Poor Dad" by Kiyosaki. And um, so I don't know why I brought that up. There was a reason for that.
1: Uh probably oh, we were talking because about, yeah, we, we have, give out good information, right. and you're glad there's people that um, don't. Do <laughs> <laughs> I don't.
0: I'm, I'm I'm grateful for people that sell um... good products absolutely um, yeah um, i'm gonna read one more review from louisa um, clary and she said this is free I can't believe it thank you joe and alex how many times do you get thirty second shots uh... thirty second shots from the latest and greatest gurus with more to buy i actually like gurus for the most part when you get when you read them through you get to some pretty successful folks and i'm happy to learn from them and i get excited to see others succeed and share their knowledge um so where have these podcasts been all my life i am embarrassed i haven't found these sooner i have downloaded all of them listened to a few so far and the content is awesome no holds barred just pure straightforward substance coming from too humble i don't know about that knowledgeable very
1: humble joe i don't know about you but i think i'm more humble than you
0: i'm the most (laughs) humble person in the world um knowledge they're knowledgeable people actually doing it every day the question answer sessions are great now on to the interviews awesome uh these are like books that you can't put down except they are loaded Ah. with some really critical keys to success happy investing thank you louisa um and thanks everybody again for leaving reviews i wish i could read all of them but i do want to read more reviews every time we do a new episode and and thanks thank the people out there and uh We sure appreciate it. The other thing I wanted to say is check out our Facebook page at wholesaling houses full-time. Alex has got a great page there um, on wholesaling houses full-time. It's growing
1: every day, man, growing every day. We got lots of people Mm -hmm. in there now. It's really good. 300 almost
0: now. And we're doing these new Q and a videos and we get our questions from that. Um, I also have a uh, Facebook page more geared towards wholesaling lease options that I just started recently. And, um, I think if you just go to Facebook and do a search for uh, wholesaling lease options, you'll see my group page there. But wholesaling houses full time is where most of the action is, and a lot of a lot of cool things going on there. And then finally, um, Alex, talk about our our free bonuses that we have on our website.
1: Free bonuses? Yes, we have um, some spectacular, super fantabulous bonuses on how you can start wholesaling. Uh, houses, whether it is just straight traditional wholesaling or wholesaling lease options. I also talk about uh, virtual assistants and how you can uh, get you one for really cheap and, and, and help you start running things and get rid of a lot of the minutia that hold a lot of people back. Uh, we call it our fast cash survival kit, which you need in these uh, times. You need to generate cash now rather than cash later, yep. so that way you can pay the bills. And keep things moving and buy a front end loader washing machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: you, you need to get one, man. I'm telling you.
1: <laughs> that's, that's what it's all about. Cool. But I am looking at buying a 60 inch LED TV, the Sharp Aquas nice. Quatron.
2: Nice. Because it's that <laughs> is
1: more important than washing your clothes.
0: It depends on who you ask. <laughs> But um, I, I think I agree with you on that one. But um, amen, brother. Yeah, I just bought, I bought my TV a year ago and I'm still in awe of how awesome it is. Um, but I anyway,
1: five inch plasma right now, but um, you know it's it's kind of big, you know, thicker than what they used to be, and I'm right. like, wow, I could you know go with a sixty inch and it could have twenty inch twenty percent more viewing capacity, and that just excites me.
0: Oh yeah, and the, and the picture is going to be better too.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Cool. Well, let's get into this. I know people are tired of us bantering back and forth. But... <laughs> and, well, uh, this is,
1: this is you, you get this stuff, you make money with real estate, and then you can buy front end loading washing yeah, machines exactly and right. 60 and 70 inch <clears throat> LED TVs. Come on now. This is all part of it.
0: <laughs> and you can buy them with cash.
1: And I'm with- probably going to have to go anyway soon because I got to go kickboxing. So
0: yeah that's right so go break a leg i mean go have uh yeah have
1: i'll some... break somebody's leg if you want no <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah you got to get going here in a minute but um we understand how important uh we are to you alex so
1: it's all good brother
0: <laughs> no that's good and it's my fault actually because i scheduled this um uh around um i didn't co- coordinate it right but we got to get gill on the phone here and, and uh I'm excited about this episode. Feel free, Alex, You know, really, to leave whenever you need to.
1: Sure. Um,
0: but Ale, um, Gil is a friend of mine that I met a few months, well, a year ago, probably, Gil, I think it's been.
2: Yeah, it's pretty much close to a year now.
0: And um, Gil contacted me um, about my course and said, hey, I'm interested and I like what you're doing. And we just started talking. And um, he actually said, you know, I'm, I, we started talking about marketing and I started talking about outsourcing. And he said, well, you know what? I'm from the Philippines and he's, he was living in San Diego at the time mm-hmm. um, and he just moved to St. Louis. We're going to be starting to do more marketing here in our market and and start doing more deals. But um, he said, you know what? Um, I I understand what you're talking about with the marketing. I do – those of you who don't know, I do a ton of marketing and I outsource all of it and I have my VAs in the Philippines and other parts of the world do my marketing for me and I've been doing that for about three or four years. Because I realized real early on, when I was working my full-time job, that if I don't get somebody else to do it, it just won't get done. Um, I realized real quickly, too, that, and I've said this a hundred times, we're we're not in the real estate business. We're in the sales and marketing business, period. Yep. And if you don't understand marketing, if you don't understand how to get leads, if you don't understand that leads are the lifeblood of your business, you're not going to have any success in this business. So I knew I had to get marketing done, so I tried to schedule it. I said okay, every Monday and Wednesday and Friday I'm going to do, you know, my marketing. I'm going to do my direct mail, I'm going to do my emails and text messaging and all that stuff and <clears throat> it, I just never got do- to it. I never got it done. So I knew I had to find somebody to do it for me. And uh, this was a few years ago when I heard about uh, the 4-hour work week and um started hearing people talk about outsourcing. And I thought, "Wow, I can hire someone to do this for me." So I started training my VAs and started having a lot of success. And I was talking to Gil and Gil said, well, you could even take that to another level. Uh, you could find VAs that have very good English um, who can start doing some cold calls for you and, and returning calls for you. Um, so since then, we've been uh, really t- taking this to another level. But I wanted to get Gil on the line and talk about outsourcing because I think this is so important in this business. And maybe. It's important in any kind of business, even if you're not into real estate investing, because there are things that you could do that um, you can probably outsource uh, in your business to other VAs. Um, and it doesn't They don't have to be from the Philippines. They can be from anywhere in the world, even here in the U.S. Yep. Um, so we're going to talk about that in this episode. We're going to talk about um, the advantages of outsourcing, the, the correct way to do it, the wrong way to do it. Um, things to look for, but Gil, tell us a little bit about you and your story, and kind of uh, how you came to the U.S. But talk about uh, the Philippines and, and um, when did you
2: when did you come here and why? Yeah, sure. I actually moved out here in the U.S. in August of 07. Okay. and um, so prior to that, I mean, I'm born and raised in the Philippines, and you know, I went to school there, graduated with a degree in business management. Um, But early on, you know, I've, I've always had that dream to be an entrepreneur. I had my first company when I was 19, and, um, you know, our first business was in the computer services or digital archiving. Yeah. So if you had an office, you know, full of paperwork, we would come in, scan everything, and turn it all over in a nice little hard drive. You know, and, um, you know, since then, I've been in the action sports industry, you know, working with companies like Quicksilver, a lot of surfing and um, outdoor sports. Uh, I moved to the US um, because I figured if I could you know start a company out in the Philippines do very well by the time I graduated thankfully I didn't have to go out and um, look for a traditional job. Um, my thesis at the time we used the, um, the little business that I had started up we used that as our thesis and by the time I graduated um, we had employed fifteen people, and it was pretty much running on its own. So you know, I figured if I could do that out there, you know what can I do to shorten my time frame uh, overall and um, you know make more money and be able to hire more people? Yeah so I figured I'd come out to the u s and um, and do it there. you know, but um, I oversimplified a little bit, realized it's harder than I thought it would be and um, yeah so that's how I ended up out here. My first job when I came to the US in order to get by um, was uh, I worked valet okay. I did the graveyard shift at night during the day um, my mentor before I left the Philippines was telling me look you gotta get into sales you gotta get into marketing you have to really learn how to run a company inside and out. I didn't want to stay in the computer services industry it wasn't something I was passionate about or really interested in yeah. so you know, I, I don't know if you guys have um, read that one of the Kiyosaki books where he talks about you know going door to door and selling Xerox copy machines, oh, yeah. right? And I was thinking, okay, if I gotta learn sales and if it's in the door to door industry, um, I you know sat down in an interview for a sales and marketing company, and that's how I got my stint. So we were going door to door, selling telemarketing um, or selling AT&T services, right? And the way their program works is. You start out, you know, first as a sales rep, and eventually, over time, you get to build your own sales force, hire that, and close to a year later, um, I was able to get my own contract and start my own sales uh, sales company in San Diego. Okay. Right, and you know, at the time, I mean, we were doing really good. We picked up uh, 2,000 clients in our first year of business, spending zero on advertising. Um, everything was just all sales, face-to-face sales and as much as i loved it i didn't want to or i didn't find it very i wasn't in love with the whole staying in the office from nine to five sometimes even a whole lot later yeah you know when you own your own company you you quickly realize not only are you the boss but you're the manager and you're the guy that has to clean up after everybody at the end of the day Mm
0: -hmm. you know
2: so i was looking for something else to get into and um you know that's when i realize hey you know what I've always wanted to get into real estate these were a lot of the books that I read early on and my whole point in coming to the US was to get into real estate so you know like those infomercials you saw I saw them myself and you know I called a couple of them signed up bought products here and there but you know I never was able to really gain any traction and um, I came across your content from is it uh, REI Club? Oh yeah And I was absolutely blown away because it, you know, the strategies is very much applicable to these times and, you know, people were doing deals regularly and um, that's when I had contacted you uh, and, um, you know, said, hey, look, I'd love to get started as a student. And I first started as a student, you know, even before we started the whole marketing services uh, done for you company. Yeah. Yep.
0: So you came here with $300 in your pocket. Yep, I, I love these stories of people that come here, and and uh, now you didn't have it rough in the Philippines. No, not at all. <laughs> um, you were living pretty comfortable there, probably.
2: Yeah, it's right? true. I mean, just so you guys get an idea, you know, out there we've got you know three full-time drivers. Um, my younger brother who's in college gets driven to his classes. Oh we've, got, we've got we've um, got five full-time house help. You know, they five they have a, five. They live what, on. Um, they have a little. Section in the property where they all live. <laughs> what, do you, what did you
0: did you live in a really big house?
2: It was a it was a good sized house. It's got three floors. You know, the first floor is living room, dining room, where everybody hangs out. The second floor was for me and my brothers. I've got two younger brothers, wow. and uh, the third floor goes to you know goes to the parents. So it it was an extremely comfortable lifestyle. But when I you know made the decision to go leave. My parents sat me down and were like, look, if you're gonna go take off, you're gonna have to, you're gonna fend for yourself. Yeah. Right. And you know, my mom's an entrepreneur. She started her own company. It's the number one medical clinic uh, in the maritime industry. Wow. So they were like, if you leave, you're gonna fend for yourself. And my grandma was so freaked out, she sent me with three hundred dollars cash <laughs> okay. just to make sure I wouldn't starve. But in San Francisco, you know, it doesn't really go a long way. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so t- talk about um the philippines I mean, what's it like in this uh, it's a it's a tropical island
2: yep you it's get... it's a tropical island very laid-back <clears throat> very easygoing um you know it overall culture i mean people are so welcoming uh-huh. um it's a big spot it, tourism is one of the biggest industries if not the biggest one out there you know so in terms of culture it's a melting pot of culture yeah right you've got you've got uh, American Chinese, Indian Thai Singapore everything is everything comes together out there, and because it 's such an open culture, um, you know the local you know Filipinos are open to different types of culture and so they see that right yeah um, loyalty is a big thing, family is number one right it 's always about family, so these yeah. cases you know like myself, where you have somebody up and leave home is very rare you never leave the island you know you're born there you're raised there that's pretty much where you're gonna pass as well really yeah mmm mmm so loyalty's big um, everybody's pretty much um, you know hard-working and as long as they have something good and steady you know they um it's something that they look to long-term
0: now talk about the standard of living there is it um I mean what does what's a good median income in the Philippines.
2: Good median income and more in relation to a lot of, you know, the people that we work with uh, and partner up or outsource with back home. Um they start out, I mean, at around 20 to 24,000 a month in pesos. Okay. Right. So that is very competitive. You're looking at people who've graduated college, but What's that in What's that in dollars? What's that in dollars? So let's see. 24 divided by, I'm not sure what the exchange rate now is, it's called it 55. So that's about 440 in U.S. $440. $440, yep, a month, month to month. Is it mm-hmm. median income there? Yeah. Okay. And is then it- in some areas it might even be lower because... It, you know you're not in the city this is for somebody that's living in the city right in, in Manila the capital um, because the co- obviously cost of living there is much higher you have somebody that lives in the you know outside of the city about an hour in the more rural areas or in the surrounding islands you know it, it can be significantly lower and even that is you know enough to be able to maintain a family in a good lifestyle very comfortable lifestyle
0: that just blows me away really oh yeah Four hundred, like $500 is a median, so like if you're making $1,000, are you upper middle class, upper class?
2: Let's see, 1000 bucks. what does that get you? Let me try to pull that up. Depending on where you're at, but yeah, you'll be living a pretty comfortable lifestyle, easy.
0: <laughs> you know, I know a lot of people, it's kind of a trend, um, will retire in parts of Asia. Um, actually, if they were to retire on a let's say you you, you retire with the Postal Service and you're only getting uh, $30,000 a year pension um, which is what two and a half half uh, a two two thousand five hundred dollars a month maybe mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you can't live very comfortably in the US with that um, and maybe you can if you don't have any debt but um, a lot of people are moving to places like the Philippines to retire um, or places in South America uh, because you can live very nice and comfortably on twenty five hundred dollars a month in those countries, can't you?
2: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, when you say comfortable, you know, I'll paint a clear picture for you. You're talking, you know, you're living on an island. You can have something that's close to the beach, if not beachfront. Mm-hmm. Um, you can maintain your own house help that will, you know, cook, clean, maintain the property, you know, drive you around, um, or you can pretty much just fend for yourself out there locally. And and because of you know. Western culture is pretty big out there, and it, it's, like I said, it's an open culture. It's an easy transition mm-hmm. um, for a lot of Westerners and, um, you know, foreigners to come out there. Expats, you know, that's a big thing. They like to be reassigned and moved to, to the Philippines because they're making, you know, the um, they're, they're earning foreign currency, but they're living under local cost of living. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, so they can maintain a nice penthouse, uh, you know, and a nice high-rise condo um, in the city, and... Um, and they're very happy with that. And know? English so, is
0: very common there, isn't it?
2: Yes, English is very common. And especially with the big boom of call centers a, a few years back, um, I, they just came out of nowhere. You know, companies were hiring by the hundreds, by droves. I mean, by the time I graduated in 07. The most competitive jobs uh, one of the most competitive paying jobs was the call center in, uh, call center industry yeah. so telemarketers, customer service reps, you know people troubleshooting your accounts over the phone it um, it was It was tough not to consider you know because you wanted to become the standard doctor engineer attorney uh, but at the same time when you graduated just like how it is out here you want to get a good paying job and you just want to get hit the ground running yeah so that was one of the biggest um, industries and jobs that were hiring
0: how is are they still hiring out there in that in that field
2: yes yes it is it's interesting because as big as those companies came out um, a couple of years later or several months later what I mean just like how it is now you see all these big fortune 500 fortune 100 companies going through a lot of trouble yeah. those campaigns hired by the hundreds and they also shut down by the hundreds mm. right so what's what's still it's still hiring a lot though and it's still growing and the industries and and um, the different sectors that are getting bigger are um, outsourcing services where you work for private professionals, you work for smaller, medium-sized businesses. So now, when you offer a job out there, even though your your company is not as big as AT and T, um, you know people, individuals like yourself and professionals are hiring by you know are hiring a lot of people out there because of the cost of living. It's cost effective for the local business, and they have somebody full time.
0: Well, you know, I've been thinking about. I mean, I love the Philippines, and uh, never been there. But I've been thinking the Philippines have kind of been like the best-kept secret out there on, on on outsourcing. But ever since Tim Ferriss' book, everybody's talking yeah. about the Philippines and everybody's exactly. outsourcing. And so the fear is, oh, man, I mean, are there any good people left in the Philippines? Are there they all, is. Are they all getting taken by these big conglomerate companies? You know.
2: There is. I mean, now there's more of a fighting chance for somebody like you and me to hire – Uh, top quality out there because now your average candidate out there isn't looking for the AT&T size company Mm -hmm. right because they realize yes they do pay well but hey several months down the line this company can go out or they can shut down by the hundreds you know and they don't want that they want something steady and long-term even if that means starting out at considerably lower pay yeah. right okay. at the opportunity at going long term, so that's one thing you know people should look out for as well they don't have to go crazy right off the bat. they can start establish a relationship with you know enough to cover that and enough to start a working relationship with the intention of paying full price down the line
0: Good very good now talk about um, um, I want to say infrastructure. Uh, in the Philippines. Talk about, um, yeah. are they advanced? How's the internet speeds there and, and things like that?
2: You know that's um. It, it's funny because people will say yeah, I've heard that if there's like a tro- tropical storm your internet uh, will go out. That does happen, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and it does affect um, you know the local telecom companies um, but there are ways to get around it. You know nowadays uh, internet providers out there are going with something like a WiMAX or a Y-band which is what we offer out here where the whole city is covered Right, so when you're looking for somebody out there, make sure that they have backup internet, if in case it goes out. Right now, local coffee shops are also Wi-Fi, so they can work out of those areas if need be. Right, okay. but there are also ways when you, if you hire a professional locally or out in the Philippines, you know they can share space with bigger call centers or bigger offices that provide um, really reliable internet a- and the right infrastructure right there's there's smaller companies out there that will rent out local offices with fiber optic internet like the whole building is wired for fiber really yep yep so there are cities where they're designed for that it's that there's areas that are you know built for call centers and whether you work for the big company part of their campaigns or you can use some of their uh, resources and office space for your uh, for your particular staff you just have to pay them you know a certain fee interesting
0: yeah i'd like to talk to you more about that
2: <laughs> yeah yeah make sure they have you know backup internet because it can happen it does yeah. happen make sure they have a backup power for generators you know like generators if if you're you know your local staff or is um, you know it's outside the main city because um, they have access to that. It's not it's not something foreign. You know they will have a backup generator because they don't want to lose power. Right. Right. And if they're going to be working for you on you know standard U.S. time, then they they sh- that should be in place just in case.
0: So five hundred a month is a good income, good salary for a full-time assistant from the Philippines. Um, sometimes you get the you get an accusation or you hear the accusations here in the states of uh, accent well not accent i want to talk about that in a minute here but um you know cuz um i know it's a controversial issue and i and i actually don't want to get into all of that
2: mm-hmm. the
0: you know the the all, all the issues of outsourcing and why are we taking jobs overseas and things yeah. like that um but i know for a fact in my business i could not doing what i do and how much marketing i do um I I could not do what I do without virtual assistants um in the Philippines because I'd have to pay three times as much to get it done and I just can't afford that so yeah. it just wouldn't get done. Um, but I still outsource things here in the US to US assistants but the um the thing I wanted to bring up was you know it's not like we're if you're paying somebody 5 600 a month that's a good income for them and you get to they get to work from home just like everybody here in the US wants to do Um, and they can live very comfortably with that so it's not like are it's not any kind of um, abuse or or, um, taking advantage
2: of them right (laughs) exactly and I mean first and foremost like especially when I work with clients out here because we cater to small medium-sized businesses and professionals right yeah I mean we'll sit down and the first thing we'll take a look at okay have you exhausted and explored all options with hiring somebody locally right when I first started out I couldn't hire you know anybody it was me it was all on me working a hundred percent commission um you know selling but you know I found ways where just off of craigslist you put out you know um an ad out there. You can start with interns. You can work with people in college in exchange for credits. There's different ways for. Are you talking um, about here in the U.S.? Yeah, like here okay. in the U.S. Yeah. You yeah. know, first and f- so find ways to exhaust all of that here. You know, look to your friends and family, see if anybody's gonna help out. And, and we do that so that you know you or the individual feels confident. Okay, you know what? It's not like I'm taking away any jobs. It's I've tried to look here, but you know unfortunately for for more for budgets they're not able to make those moves yet Mm -hmm. right but at the same time you wanna grow your business you need to grow your business and if you're not able to do the the marketing or whatever tasks you need outsource then the business is gonna go under yeah Right? So we help them come to that decision and give them the confidence that this is for the growth of the business. And eventually, once you've been able to get to that point where you know, you've increased your revenue, there's more profits, then you can hire a local staff here. Right? But at the same time, you can focus that you know, once you've got money coming in and, and the business is growing right? On the other side of the equation for, you know, the ones you're outsourcing work to internationally, you know, the average candidate, the the ones that I'm coming across, like in the Philippines, like these are people that will commute an hour and a half, two hours from home to get to their workplace, right? And when they're working in a call center, these guys, majority of them are on graveyard shifts, Hmm. okay? So just the change in the lifestyle with being able to work from home, huge, huge deal, Right. right. To be able to be there and take care of their families, stay home with them, spend more time with them, cook their meals, that means a lot to them, right? Just like how it is for families out here. You know? And for that rate of pay, it is competitive. You can find top talent because you know, they see now, okay, they may not be a Fortune 500, Fortune 100 company or really big, but this is steady pay. It's a steady job. There's opportunity for growth um, that you'll find higher, better quality uh, candidates. Very good. Yeah.
0: Um, I was thinking about – I wish I could find this. Um, there's a podcast I listen to a lot or used to, or not as much anymore, um, Internet Business Mastery. Yeah. A very, very good podcast. And they talked about outsourcing about a year and a half ago. And, and um, they actually stirred a lot of controversy with their list, their people list that listen to them. And uh, Jay or Sterling, one of those two guys – Um, actually wrote a really really good blog post about why they do outsourcing and and gave some good justification for it and i wish i could remember where that was if anybody finds it let me know Um, but um, after listening to that it really kinda helped me understand why uh, outsourcing is such a good idea and you're actually believe it or not if you look at it you're actually helping the economy here in the u.s. by because you're being more productive and you're making more profit because you have more money to spend, the here business in the US. is
2: growing. Yeah, The business exactly. is growing,
0: and, and you can help more people. So, anyway, um, enough about that. <clears throat> um, let's talk about uh, the language. Um, you have very good English, um, probably better than I'm going to guess. You know, ninety-five percent of Filipinos who speak English. Am I right?
2: Well, I think it's a huge stretch, okay. but you know it. It's, um, English is spoken out there. I mean, it's pretty much a second language, if not a first for most. Okay. You know, especially when the big call centers and the big companies were coming out there. It, um, it's something that a lot of the schools put into place. It's something that the local population took upon themselves to learn and get into. Yeah. Right. I mean, even for a while, I mean, you know, the U.S. was already out there. They already had a presence out there. I mean, Subic Naval Base, you know, there was a big, there is today a big community out there. You know, so, um, English is spoken out there a lot of the candidates that you'll come across um, will have good English if you know what type of ads and what to look for yes. right so when you're looking for an assistant or, or somebody out there who can field calls for you what I found when you place your ad to get to the best quality um, best quality of candidates you want to look for candidates that have experience working on the following um, marketing campaigns right okay. a candidate that's worked for AT&T Okay. Right, Sprint, the big cell phone company out here. Uh-huh. Right? Uh huh. Right, Verizon FiOS. Okay. Okay. Bank of America, particularly so if- in their credit card department.
0: So you'll put this in your job description.
2: Yeah, ah. I do. You know, and, and that's why you know I hear a lot of frustrations with you know both investors and professionals. Like, okay, I'm putting an ad out there, but I'm getting like a million responses, and you know it's not working out. I thought people spoke English out there and I'm like they do you just have to have the right you know you know what to look for Um, Bank of America in terms of their credit card and merchant processing and um, let's see rule of thumb anybody that has a JD powers uh, and customer service award that has some sort of um, uh, online support right those are my favorite companies um, campaigns those are my favorite campaigns to look for and screen a candidate because these are people dealing with troubleshooting Yeah right like my Internet's not working or I can't log into my email very simple problems for you and I or else it seems that way but for other people this is like a monumental you know issue and they can't access their email they call in a customer service and majority of the times they're irate they're super frustrated right so the person on the other end of the call this candidate now knows how to deal with a very difficult, awkward situation. They can deal with irate customers. They know how to calm them down, and they huh. know how to fix problems. And that's what I'm looking for: somebody that can fix problems and deal with these awkward situations. Well, those are the best campaigns.
0: That is great, great advice. Because I've done that before. I've posted things on Odesk and just got overwhelmed with responses. And um, if you can put those kind of things in there, worked for these specific companies. Um, and you know, you said you mentioned JD Powers and Associates. Is that a company or is, is that an award that
2: Yeah, it's get? an award that they get for customer service. Nice. So like for example, AT&T as big as a company they are, I know a lot of people that either love them or hate them, but I love their customer service department because these guys, you know, they do the best that they can to yeah. help. And in the last year, they've really stepped up their game, especially anybody working on the Uverse campaign. Really? right it's a new product that they put out in most markets so it, you know there's a lot of issues there's a lot of bugs with it or it's not as fast as they thought it would be and you get a lot of people calling in right and these are people that will field the calls they'll talk to them and they'll even you know credit the bill they'll do whatever it takes to keep that customer
0: <laughs> you know it's funny um, I, I was talking to a customer service rep um, and I forget I was what company it was but it was a large international company <clears throat> and the lady was so friendly that uh, she had great English and uh I asked her I said can I ask you a question about you know where you live and she said yeah sure And I said are you in the Philippines she said yeah I sure am <laughs> I said, that's awesome and I started talking to her about her job and I asked her do you like working there and she said yeah I do it's I like the people here and um so I was asking her a question I said would you be interested in working for me? And she, she I, yeah. She said uh, "Oh jeez, uh, I can't talk about that right now." And I said, yeah. and she well, they record my calls here and they listen yep. and I said, "Oh, I'm sorry. I don't I want to get you in trouble." Um, and yeah. she said, you know, but she, she did say, "And I'm happy here and I don't I don't want yeah. to leave."
2: But, she had- Good answer, but no, I've done the same thing. Yeah, like I'll, I'll recruit, and you know that's one of the channels that we'll use. You know, we you know we constantly look out for so you know people like that when we get those customer service calls. Nowadays, they're actually trained to say that they're local or they're based out of Austin, you because yeah. that's where a lot of the big call centers are. But if you, you know, um, build a little bit of rapport with them. Um, you know they'll eventually they'll open up. One, the calls are recorded, so you have to look out for that, right? If you yeah. can't get a callback number and a local rep to speak and follow up with that per, uh, follow up with that person, chances are it's completely international. Um, what you can do to get around that is there's a program called Chika.com. Okay. okay. it's C H I K K A.com, right? It will allow you to send text messages for free to local Philippine phone numbers. Right, so you, if you can get that person's uh, cell number, and I've done the same, I've hired people just like that, um, you can text them and you can arrange for you know, a follow-up time where you guys can talk and see if it's going to be a good fit for your company, or at the very least, now you have somebody locally who can refer candidates to you. Huh. How yeah. about that? That's so a little sneaky up. trick. Oh, yeah.
0: So yeah. You, when you're talking to them, you get their cell phone, you get them to give you your cell phone number?
2: Yeah, get, um, you know, I'll ask for a local cell phone number. I'll ask for two, just in case the first one doesn't work or the second one doesn't work. I'll give my email, you know, um, as as well. And I tell them, look, it, I, I'm probably going to get a customer survey, you know, from this. I'm going to give you a ten. I thought the service was excellent. It's got to be win-win. You got to give them something, yeah. build the trust, so that you know they'll they'll give you something right back.
0: Nice. Um, Cool. I, I got a bunch of questions here, and um, e- even if we may have to break this up into two parts. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, fire but, away. But I'm going to let's pause this for just a second. Hold on. I'm afraid we're going to have to cut it off there, our interview with Gil, and continue it part two in our next episode. But in the meantime, if you haven't already, go check out www.realestateinvestingmastery.com. We have a great free bonus on uh, virtual assistants, how Alex and I use them. And it's free, completely free, it's all yours. So until next week, look forward to talking to you again and finishing part two of the interview with Gil. Thanks a lot, see ya.